What's up, fam? My name is Russ. I'm here with my boy Nikki. Yo, yo. My homie Vincent. What's up? And welcome to the Sea Town Arena podcast, where we're down here at the arena. God. All right. What a fucking weekend, dudes. Man, who are you telling this shit? One of my favorite divisional rounds from the NFL playoffs. Swear to God. No, not when my homies got destroyed. Dude, let's be real here. Okay. Now, I was just going to interject real quick. So here's what we're going to do, y'all. For all those watching, we're going to be talking about the games that we thought were the most intense. We're going to save those for last. But we're going to talk about the ones that surprised us immediately first. Now, since my boy done jumped into it, we're going to be just shooting the elephant in the room, known as Brady. Russ, give your take, buddy. Well, finally, the 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 Mr. Uh, Brady has been shot down again in the playoffs. Super excited. Second time in the last two years, too. Damn. It's a bummer. But hey, freaking, uh, you know how every good story comes to an end eventually. Yeah, unfortunately. I've been hearing rumors there, there's, that. He, oh, sorry. His wife has came out and probably has said something about like she doesn't like seeing Brady get hit every game. So he's kind of in that weird, weird stage of he might retire, he may not, but we're not know until closer till probably. Um, to OTAs. That's what I've been hearing rumors about too. Like it, everyone was saying that this might be his last year. Period. And you know, as much as I hate to admit it, I'm okay with that. You know, it's time for him to retire. He he's had a good 20, 22 years, Look, and it, you know he's slowing down a little. So if he keeps it up, he's probably gonna actually get hurt. Nobody wants that. No, I'm gonna agree with my boy on that. And honestly. Look, I know that me and Russ rag on him almost every time. Not every but, time, but... Da, da, da. I said almost. I said almost. We don't don't get it twisted. I'm not hating on him. But to most of his credentials, I say most. Don't give me that fucking look. The man's going to go down probably as one of the greatest to ever do it. If not the greatest to ever do it. Like, let's just chalk it up to the success rate here. Mind you, there's a good 30% of that where we might question. The 70% is still good enough. Okay, that's fair. I'll take it. Because there was like, what, first five years of him in the league where everyone was still calling him the GOAT, even though he only won, what, two or three games in that, two or three Super Bowls in that whole time. I mean, that's still a lot of them five years. Mm-hmm. So give credit where credit's due. Yeah, but you also have to look who was his coach behind most of those years, too. I know. He had, he had a rock-solid... Uh, and again, we also rag on him a lot too, uh, Mr. Uh, Cheating Bill. I was but... watching out for you, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. And but um, like overall, you have to give respect where respect is due. I do respect uh, Coach Pilichek as a rock solid coach person. Not so much, but overall, he's he yeah, he has one. Of, he he's that. by far one of the greatest football minds. As a coach besides uh, John Madden. Right. I'll say that too because we got to remember that guy has about 40, almost 40 years at this point of coaching to his fucking name. Yeah. I wouldn't argue with a resume like that. With like what? Three different teams. And all with of them One of them successful. being the Cleveland fucking Browns. Exactly. So you can't say that the motherfucker don't have like, there's a reason I'm the great. I, look at the credentials, bitch. Before y'all were calling me out for cheating. Look at the credentials. 
But the funny part is, he don't even shove that in people's face. He just he, does whatever he wants. He's just literally <laughs> standing there with a grumpy look on his face with his arms crossed. He's like, it's the best. The grumpa check. <laughs> grumpa check. So We're yeah. going to have to call it that, the grumpa check face. I need to get a shirt with that face. There probably is a pair already created for that. <laughs> just get a big ass sweatshirt with his big ass face with. That's the Fuck plan. this. I'm probably sorry, with Grumpy Cat right next to him just to show the similarities. Oh no. Oh, oh no, 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 even better. The caption's like, what? I'm not gonna cheat. Dot, dot, dot. Okay. Also, <laughs> enough. All right, all right, all right. All right. Go. Hey, 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 yo, yo, yo. Let's keep it on it. Back on the track here. Back on the track. Let's not talk about him. We're gonna have to talk about the Tampa Bay and the Rams game. Which, might I say, oh my fucking god, if Tom Brady turned it around at the last second like he was doing, that would have been a scary-ass finish. Just, fuck. Yeah. And then, there was a moment where the Rams were actually getting fearful, too. And by, sorry, I cut you off. Go ahead. Tuck your tongue, bud. Well, with, uh, what I'm about to say is uh, most of the defenses over the weekend, I'm not saying all of them, but most of them, Especially in the fourth quarter, started relaxing for some of these freaking comebacks. Yeah. Especially in another game that we're going to talk about a little bit later. Yep, yep. Which probably everyone knows what game it is, but we're not going to say just uh, yet, you know? We, we, we'll save it. We'll save it. You might not. I don't know if you watched it. Um, uh, the, the, I, I well, and plus, one thing I want to interject to you as well. If you guys notice, we're down a mic microphone right now so uh two of us will have to share so if you hear anything wonky uh, that's that's the reason so i want to put that out there before people's like what the hell is going on with the audio what the hell what the hell is going with the audio but yeah besides the point uh go ahead all right now i'm just gonna call it out there should have been flags called that shouldn't that were literally avoided ah da 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 I saw your face. I'm allowed to make faces. Fuck you. You're allowed to make faces, but you ain't allowed to do choking forms just because your boy got smacked in the face. Fine, I will say shit the next time you get smacked in the face. Okay. It's most likely going to be the one over here that's going to be doing it. So oh, shit. Okay, that could be a reason why Well, technically, Dom has already been smacked in the face a long time ago, but we're not going to go into that discussion. <laughs> yeah, mamas are mean. Mamas are mean. Let's just call it that. Anyways, back to what I was fucking saying. The game was good. Like, it was surprisingly good because I was getting frustrated with the non-penalties being called on the Rams that should have been called on. The helmet-to-helmet on Tom Brady should have been called. I'm surprised that that was not called on. The Indomitian Sue so-called hit that he did on Matthew Stafford wasn't called even though Matthew Stafford kicked him, and that's what caused him to react. But Adamo Sue also has been a very dirty player oh, I'm not de- from I'm not the start. That. So, uh, again, it's, it's kind of hard to... to we, I know, it's we, hard to we, be we, sympathetic we, we to the We can probably pinpoint where the instigator happened, but w- what we see on the TV is different than what... The one thing I want to put is, and uh, we're not on the field. We're not the refs on the field. So, everything the refs see... They're not going to see 100% than what we can see on the TV. That's what people need to get in their fucking minds. I will believe that. But I also know at the... I'm not trying to defend Ndamukong and Sue. Let's just get it to Oh, a, yeah, no. Get it to he, by, I know he, that one of the, is dirty as hell. But I digress. The refs have been doing a shit show of a job in the last two years alone with their so-called refereeing. And we know this already. 
This shit is getting out of hand. Thank you, Roger Goodell. Fucking punk ass. Okay. I'm not going to talk about that, motherfucker. I could go on all day. But... <laughs> That'd be an entire episode by itself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Reasons to hate Roger Goodell. Um, let's... I'm sorry. Let's go. The track list would be about as large as this table in front of me from square inch to square inch. Now, I digress. The game was fun, especially at the last quarter, because Tom Brady was doing Tom Brady shit as always, turning it around in the fourth fucking quarter, making you wonder how the fuck do you turn a 27 to 3 point ratio all of a sudden becoming a tie? Um, actually, I... Is that your phone or mine? Definitely yours, homie. That ain't mine. Well, I'm going to put it on pause. Oh, it is. All Sorry. right, and we're back. Sorry about that. Yeah, y'all <laughs> had a random call from someone I ain't heard from in years. But I'll get to him another day. Let's get back to this real quick. Be another three years before you answer back. Any fucking ways. It was a 27 to 3 point ratio. All of a sudden, you're telling me in 12 minutes, Tom Brady somehow managed to turn that into a tie. Speak up, sir. One thing I'd like to mention. Y'all remember that uh, Super Bowl Patriots versus uh, Cardinals, right? Or was it the Falcons? When he turned it around in the fourth quarter? Uh, it was the Falcons. Everybody knows it was the Falcons. And no, it wasn't the fourth quarter. It was like... It was actually... It was like... Uh, it, okay, so... What I remember. I it, was not the, it was not the fourth quarter. quarter. It was 28 to 3, which... Well, like, three minutes and 11 seconds left in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. Okay, I was legit about to cry. In that moment, and then as soon as I sat back down in my car, because at the time I was a pizza delivery boy, they turned it around <laughs> just like that. The, the only thing about that Super Bowl is the Falcons. The, uh, don't they get me jumped. wrong, I, I like Dan Quinn a lot as a when he was a head coach for them. It's just the one problem that he had is his defense relaxed towards the literally in the entire Dan fourth Quinn's? quarter. Oh no, with, he ain't wrong. Like and it came back to bite him, and the offense couldn't catch up in time. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. <sighs> Any fucking ways. We're not talking about the past no more as of this point. I know you want to, because, but half of your fucking team is revolved around Yeah, you're kind of like Patriots fans, kind of like uh, almost like the uh, 49er fans. Mm-hmm. Always have to throw, oh, we got this many Super Bowls. <sighs> Joe Montana, every fucking time with them 49ers. <laughs> anyways. Anyways. That game was a fun game to watch, nonetheless. Like... I was low-key not expecting Cooper Cup to fucking... By the way, I'm sick and tired of hearing that fucking name. Everyone mentions up and down, Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup is the best wide receiver in the league. Suck my dick. He might be the best wide receiver in the NFC, but not in the entire league. I'll take Tyler Lockett over him any day. Thank you very fucking I'll take Jamar Chase over him any day. But he ain't in the NFC. I know. So, like, otherwise, I would have said the same. Jamar Chase makes a, a fool out of everybody who comes up against him. Actually, I'll take Cooper over Cooper Cup. Cooper Amari v- Cooper? Yeah, Amari Cooper. I was about to say, uh, that's debatable. I'd take C.D. Lamb. Anyways. Yeah, well, that's true. Now, on the end note, kudos to both teams for at least putting in an, a lot of effort in that game. Despite... Now, I will say this. Rams don't need to be as super-powered as they are being right now. And where the fuck are they getting the funds for this kind of shit? Because I swear to God, I'm surprised they ain't bankrupt at this point. Well, if you actually look at it, uh, Odell Beckham Jr.'s salary, $750,000 went into Bitcoin. So, 
after taxes and revenue and stuff, he only. I'm not sure if it's true. I'm not sure if it's true or not. So Odell Beckham Jr. only made thirty thousand dollars after taxes and. Oh my! Fuck. I'm done. Okay, I'm done. Also and... remember, Nikki, where they're from. Of course, they're gonna have a lot of funds. Fucking L.A. I hate that motherfucking place. What's so great about L.A.? Everyone takes a shit on the goddamn sidewalk anyway. I've heard from the, a friend of mine who I work with that says that. You know what? They do that in Seattle too, but you don't hear us saying shit about that. It's not as bad up here than it is down there. They also no, have a more dense population than we they do. They will do it in front of a store. Yeah, I know. Oh, man. Okay, uh, next game. Next. <laughs> uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Let the big boy speak. So we're just gonna skip over. Oh, Tom Brady lost. We're just gonna skip over. Yeah, yeah. We're not gonna leave this one just yet. We're gonna let this marinate just a little tad bit longer. Didn't we say that he might be retiring? Yes, we already did that. Like beginning of the podcast. Okay, so then I was just say there really ain't much else to talk about about as far as him. No, uh, but the one thing I have to say is uh, Matthew Stafford is literally pulling a Tom Brady, mm-hmm. like literally coming to a new team in this first year, pretty much damn near almost turn around. The only person I kind of feel bad for is Jared Goff, but again, Jared Goff is not as he's not he's not, uh, he's not, he's not an elite quarterback, but I have to say he's at least a systematic quarterback. That's why he's so good. Is if you get him in the right system mm-hmm. as a systematic quarterback, he will do phenomenal. But either that, he's not an elite quarterback that can make plays, unlike Matthew Stafford, especially deep throw plays. Which Matt Stafford does really beautifully, despite all the ass kicking he had done receive. That and uh, I know this is the per- one person you don't like hearing from, but uh, Aaron Rodgers gave kudos to Matthew Stafford when he was in Detroit. Haters gonna hate. I hate him more than I hate anybody else, and I will say that with a fiery passion. And that, speaking of, we might as well jump to that fucking game. Green Bay played against uh, the 40 winers. I'm at Niners. Come yeah. On. You really got to let that go, big man. Not until they let go of saying sea chickens or the okay, seacocks. Let's be real here. It's only the fans that do that shit. The yeah. players are actually solid. Yeah. I like Debo. I'm not going to deny that. I like Debo. Jimmy G, I don't care for. George Kittle, who the fuck doesn't love him? I love George Kittle. I'm I not going to I wish we could get him on our team. Right? He would do really well in Seattle. He was. Dude has an energy about him that just makes you gravitate towards him. Level of personality, a little goofy, that perfect level of professionalism. You can't hate him. And he blocks as well as he passes. God, we, we need to get George Kittle once his contract is we up. We are never going to get him. You know 49ers ain't giving his ass up for shit. <laughs> well, un- until he goes into technically free agency. Never going to get him. <laughs> You know it's not going to happen. You can just pray. Yeah, we can do. Unless something happens between George Kettle and the, and the 49er organization. But besides that, Continue. God damn. Who can, who can beat Green Bay at home? Green Bay fucking choked. And Green Bay. Green Bay fucking choked. And I will say that to the day I fucking die. Only because you hate him. They only oh, because of how Aaron Rodgers looked, all dejected and shit. Bitch, you knew damn well that you fucked up. Wasn't he always looking like that the whole season? He smelled no. when they lost. No, a there's a games. fine line between looking sad like a puppy done kicked, and then 
Him smiling all season fucking long with that smug shit. I'm sorry. He just only has swagger with him. Fuck you're just that getting, swagger. You're just getting mad at his swagger. There ain't no swagger with that long ass gray ass shit that he got going on. The one thing I do have to agree with you is he looks too much of a hippie with his long hair. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Fuck that shit, man. I think he has played better without the long hair, but I digress. And then he's like, I don't honestly think I'm going to be coming back. No shit, you ain't coming back. I hope you never do. I'll give Jordan Love a fucking chance. Okay, besides that, can we uh, talk about the game? Besides just hate shitting on Aaron Rodgers here? I will give it that. It was a beautiful surprise. A shocking one, but a beautiful one. If only because it was that bad. Kudos to the 49ers, because I'm not going to lie. I had y'all pegged to lose that shit. I think I'm... No, wait. I, I... Don't you even start. <laughs> you know damn well you picked Aaron no. Rodgers. You lying sack. Like everyone else has chosen them. Jeez. You can't get mad at me. I, I legit thought I chose the 49ers to win. <laughs> we can look at that at the end. Gladly, too. Anyways, no. Like, the wide receiver core and everything about the defense last game... Did a phenomenal job as far as I'm concerned for the 49ers. To hold back Green Bay in their own Lambeau field is not a fucking task that is to be taken lightly, nor is it easy for any elite team to do. Especially in the cold when it was about to snow. And especially when it's about to be almost negative degrees out. Not only that. That shit is <laughs> nippy. On top of that, the 49ers aren't exactly used to the cold either. Because, you know, where they live. I know. Live. L.A. I know, San Francisco, <laughs> L.A., all of that shit is smoggy and hot. As soon as it hits 50 degrees, they're bundled up as a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to say it, but he right about that one. What were you going to say, Big Bam? <laughs> I, th- I was going to say just the citizens of California are bitches like that. <laughs> just, oh, now? Okay, let's be real here. I think at this point he just hates California. I mean, a lot of people do. Well, so. there's other be- reasons why I hate California, but I'm not going to go into that. Let's yeah, not get into reasons. Okay, and let's be real here, though. This is going to be probably Aaron Rodgers' last season with him, and if it's his last season, you can most certainly bet it's his right hand man, Devontae Adams. Well, with last his season. last, uh, with his last year with Green Bay, he's not going to make no money, so he, he's going to probably try to get a trade working. So where do you get him going for, if you don't mind my asking? Well, I have him pegged for three different places, to be honest. One of them being uh, the Saints. One of them being the Saints, which would the be other one going to be possibly the Patriots. That's if Bill Belichick goes for it. He ain't going for it because he's too comfortable with Mac Jones. Yeah, so I'm <laughs> Mac Jones ain't bad. No, like, as really far ain't. as one of the young QBs, I got him at number six. No, I ain't got him at number five. I'm sorry. Deshaun Watson is still kind of in it. I think the Texans are interested. Yeah. Possibly. That would be interesting, but I don't know. Like, he can't handle that system. I mean, I can see him go down to uh, Dallas if Dak Prescott doesn't uh, resign. Oh, he ain't going nowhere. Well, that's a lie because considering Dak Prescott's antics, they might just cut ties with him in general. But Just don't make him cry, though. Fuck off. Okay. <laughs> but no, I here's my picks for where I got him at. Like, I know it's controversial and everyone's expecting it, but I got Denver, 
trying to go for him just because he's a rival and it would be very Peyton Manning-ish. Yeah, I can see Denver. Uh, another one probably be uh, I had the Saints, uh, uh, Cleveland. If they get rid of Baker Mayfield. Well, what it sounds like, uh, they weren't too happy with Baker this last season. Well, who was happy with Baker this last season? They cost him. He cost them Odell. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you didn't hear about that? No, I didn't. There was like a uh, toxic course, beef going on that... Of course, Odell was being a diva anyways the yeah, entire time Odell he was down there. Odell is a diva. So, good riddance? Uh, but not as a diva. No, there's some divas you just gotta keep. Oh, I hate to say it. Okay. But not as big of a diva as uh, Antonio Brown. Let's not get into okay, that yeah, one. Yeah, let's, let's stay away from AB for, for this... For this. Like I, we, Oh, yeah, sure. Let's don't talk about A.B., but fuck Aaron Rodgers. I see how it is. And talk about Tom Brady. Let's talk about that. Yeah, that's Okay, we oh, none of us have our hands clean. Y'all happy now? I never said my hands were clean in the first place. I never said my hands weren't shitty. Oh, motherfucker. But besides that, we're not going to go much into Antonio Brown. Uh, it's just one of the diva statements okay, I like making. Okay, so that's two teams now. That, or two games down that we've talked about. So let's just go to the next one. Our team that we're all at this point repping. Let's go the Bungles versus the Whitens. Who they think going to beat them Bengals? Who they? Who they? Oh, my God. Friggin', I, I was so – I was kind of nervous, kind of in, in the middle of the game for a hot <laughs> second. But when no, the- I, I got to agree with him because – Joey Burrow should not have been getting sacked that many fucking times. Oh, I heard that about O-line that. Was he got shit. sacked, I think, nine times, which has been the most yeah. times a quarterback has been sacked in since 99, 1999 in the playoffs. Oh. they He was getting district, and they weren't doing nothing. Literally, the center, the replacement center, Prince, I think was his name, just stood there. Literally looking confused. You Okay. No, no, I was about to burp. That's all I was trying not to go into the microphone. That's fair. Okay. But, no, like, that was disrespectful. And then one person, Ryan Clark, who used to play for the Steelers and is an analyst, he even t- tweeted about it saying that the O-line for the Bengals was like the McDonald's ice cream machine repairman. Every time they go in there, they look like they ain't happy about their job. They ain't doing their shit right. <laughs> it always be broken as a bit, and they don't know what to do. And I'm like... Damn, you gotta call him <laughs> out like that. But that's the that was basically how they looked. They didn't protect him for shit. Joe had to run his ass off to just get a first down. God, the, the Bengals kind of sound like the Seahawks of the, of the AFC. AFC. Yeah, it's starting to look like <laughs> that. That's what point. it kind of sounds to look like it. But they got that. I just gotta talk about that game. That game, I'm not gonna lie. I said from the jump it was gonna be a tough game. Lord, did they prove that right? Because, oh my fucking God, it was a tooth and nail fight to the very end. Kudos to the Bengals defense, though. It is. I mean, it is easy, actually, to get picks off Tannehill. But, my fucking God, it is not easy stopping Derrick Henry, and they did a phenomenal job at it. Oh, yeah. They, they contained a run, the run really good and it's, for that entire game. That's hard to do that for the entire game. game. Like, seriously, especially the Titans. That running unit, just between Derrick Henry and Foreman, Foreman kind of proved exactly why the fuck he's the replacement for Derrick Henry. Oh, yeah. That shit. Mm. 
But the thing about Derrick Henry, I, I don't think he was ready, quite ready to come back. Because nah, I don't think so either. But you could tell, like he wasn't going full burner like he usually does. But no, but yeah, that even him going half-assed, he, he was still burning out a lot of players. And then kudos to Joe Mixon for at least trying. I know it was hard. Because I saw yeah, him he got up. contained really well too. I was actually kind of surprised to only see him with like fifty something yards. Really, the wide receiving core did all the work. Well, I'm not gonna lie. Higgins had a few drops here and there that I kind of felt he could have grabbed. Just saying. It was like I Jamar Chase and the other dude that's not Higgins. I forget Tyler his name. Boyd. Yeah, there you go. It was mostly them two. Boyd is the Baldwin of that fucking team because he be making clutch catches. That I honestly don't think he going to ever catch, but then all of a sudden he does. You know what Boyd kind of reminds me of a little bit? Who? Jermaine Curse with his crazy-ass catches. I miss that guy. Uh, I'd say Higgins is the curse of that team. No pun intended. I swear that's not a negative thing. I know how it sounds. <laughs> um, but no, this team, oh my god, they just have that it factor to them. You can't help but root for the bur- I, I'm not going to say the Burrow team. That just sounds disrespectful. That whole entire... Were we in? Pittsburgh? No, but here's the real deal. We ain't even gotten to the one player who should have gotten the MVP for that game. Little man McPherson, the kicker. Oh, yeah, that he was That was clutch. the real motherfucking MVP because he did a 52-yard kick. I, is- I, got, I got a thing about what? McPherson. What? What do you, you got? Do you, guys, do you guys hear about this? I heard about. I think I heard about it. Where he said so he, he did to the backup QB. So what he did was uh, he did a couple practice kit kicks, <laughs> right? Um, before he went out to go for the actual kick, and before he went on the field, he went to the backup Q, yeah, pretty much the backup QB, and goes, "See y'all next week at the in the championship game." He's like, "Well, I guess we're going to the, the cha- exactly. Yeah. Well, I guess we're going to the championship next week." Yeah, like, exactly. Well I, well, I guess we're going to go to the championship. You ballsy. have any right? You have any idea of the kind of fucking balls you ha- gotta have to be saying that shit with see, such confidence? I, see, I would rather have players have the confidence, to like oh, I'm gonna fucking do this, versus second guessing themselves. Because once you second guess yourself, that's where mistakes happen, bullshit happens, then you end up costing the game. I'm pretty yeah. sure Pat McAfee said the same shit. Well, he loves kickers. He loves kickers and he loves punters. Oh, because it's for the brand, dude. Oh, my fucking God. Like, I gotta not even lie, though. That whole team is just a team full of moxie-ass sons of bitches from the... <laughs> no, I mean it. Because, like, the QB side, obviously, Joe Burrows is probably the most swaggerous fucking QB right now still left in the playoffs. Ignoring Pat Mahomes, obviously, but... <sighs> Pat Mahomes is overhyped. I know. Mm-hmm. Well, no, no, no. He ain't overhyped. He earned his shit. Uh, we'll get into him later. <laughs> but Joe Burrow just got that charisma to him that you just... Every time he smiles, you feel that energy. And then you got the wide receiving core, which... Oh, shit. My bad, y'all. I smacked the shit yeah, out of It's just a pop again. filter. It's not technically necessary. Either way. Now, the wide receiving core. Whole list of underdogs. Because every, I still laugh at how Jamar Chase was the most disrespected wide receiver coming into the league. And then he shut down every fucking hater from beginning to end. And it must have felt great. I mean, shit. And then it felt bad. <laughs> <laughs> what you got? Well, the, I, I've noticed a lot of people talk shit about players coming from the powerhouse 
colleges like Ohio, LSU, LSU, Alabama, Clemson. Yeah, Clemson are like the top teams that constantly in the college. Even the Oklahoma Sooners, and they ain't that bad. Yeah, they have. They, they have, have their moments off-years. where they're bad. Like they have moments where they're at least solidly great. Yeah, they're they, never they have their like in the same powerhouse division as the rest of that SEC group. Like they nuts. The, the ACC and the SEC are by far the toughest divisions to play in. Mm-hmm. Like uh, not hands down, but besides that, freaking goddamn Joey Burrow taking down the Tennessee Titans. I I, I probably say have said I have, I probably have said this en- enough times already. The, Which, yeah. the the one problem about being the number one seed, yeah, it's great having the extra that have the extra week off, but if you're like in a momentum, like on a heater, basically, uh-huh. right, and you get that first round by, all of a sudden that uh, momentum that you built up towards the end of that season is gone. Is gone. So I think that's us. probably what happened to. The two number one seeds, which is the Tennessee Titans and the Green Bay Packers, they got too relaxed after the after the first round bye. I mean, the Cincinnati Bengals held up though, as far as keeping their momentum the last two games. So, oh yeah, for sure. But you, you know why they they held up their end of the bargain for being for their momentum Cause they is their wide of- receiving core pretty much carried that freaking team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Besides and, Joe Mixon in but, the mix, but still. Right. Well, Joe Mixon is an excellent receiving running back, too. And I don't think people give him enough credit on that department. He has hands. I'm not going to lie. He he has hands. And he's willing to do athletic moves just to get a touchdown. I will say this. There are a couple of hits I've seen him get hit by that should have just gotten knocked the fuck out. I'm just saying. Concussion, knockout, stun. What does he do? Bounces back up, does an ugly little dance, and then goes, let's get right back to it, (laughs) y'all. <laughs> that Uzoma is the unsung hero on that offensive line. Because if neither one of those, none of these four, if they can't make it, you got to worry about Uzoma getting open and be like, hey, yo, Joe, I'm open. <laughs> hey, yo, why did you pass it to me? You were covered. <laughs> like, yo, you couldn't throw it to me? My God, you were fucking closed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god though like there was a guy on top of you <laughs> and i don't think we give the defense enough credit either no the defense was phenomenal i, I coming from no the, la- the defense was not as good as it is this year like last two years has been i well look at who they added like they added hilton they got bell hell jesse bates is probably one of the most underrated underappreciated safeties in the motherfucking league right now and then they got an excellent D-line. Oh, yeah. Hubbard, Hendrickson, all of them, great. Just can't hate them. Can't hate them. I want them to succeed. I just want that. Now, should we get into the other big-ass elephants in the motherfucking room? All right, so oh. for this one, we'll probably take about five minutes to talk about, which is yeah. a lot of time. So, last but not, definitely not the least, we got the Kansas City Queefs. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, oh, man. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'm sorry. I had to do it, though. Man, you stole my thunder. How, how dare you? <laughs> how, how dare you steal my thunder? I made you laugh, though, didn't I? The Kansas City. 
Chiefs <laughs> versus the Buffalo, the rowdiest, table-breaking Bills. Commonly known as Bill Mafia to those who actually genuinely Bills love Ma- I, them. Not going to lie, I've actually been on the bandwagon for the Bills Mafia this year. They're, for they're this a season. solid team. Yeah, I will you? say I'm sorely disappointed in that fucking secondary. So, uh, the secondary pissed me off in this last game. How does this, seriously? How does a defense go from being the top defense in the motherfucking season, top defense, to I'm gonna just let fucking Tyreek Hill get wide open every fucking time? You, you know why? Being gassed out facing Patrick Mahomes and his entire offense. I think it was a bad idea to blitz him all the time. Because I don't, I don't think people realize Pat Mahomes works better when he's getting blitzed. Because you're leaving his weapons wide open. And he will see them. And Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey will grab that fucking bitch out the air. Well, those are the only two motherfuckers I actually produced some work. Like Travis Kelsey's is, did. Uh, the top two players is Travis Kelsey being constantly open. Along with Tyreek Hill being the motherfucking. Fastest demon that he speed is. Speed demon to get open, especially for those deep passes. That motherfucker built different. And he a tiny little bitch, too. No disrespect to you, Tyreek. No disrespect to you, Tyreek. He's you a tiny little ass. bitch. Freaking Tyreek. What the he fuck you say? He's right. <laughs> Wait, he's 5'7 like me? Yes! He's not that tall. Oh, he beat your ass. I'm just going to look the other way. Every You put him next to everyone else on the fucking Kent, Kansas City Chiefs. I swear to God. They all look like they towering over him. I shit you not. It's kind of funny. But no, like, it was a... That, hands down, had to have been the most beautiful, beautiful game. That should have been an AFC Championship-style game. Oh, it should have been. But you know what people have also said? Uh, Can we just forget the other teams and have a best seven for the Super Bowl between Bills and Chiefs? I'm like, okay, then you're just taking away the opportunity for the the other team. Seriously, like, like I don't want to say that, but like, they may, maybe a best of seven game for the AFC Championship, maybe, but for the Super Bowl, I I can't see that happening because that just takes away the opportunity unless they have switch either Kansas City or the or Bills Mafia to the NFC. Mm. Man, I'm not going to lie, though. Those last two minutes in that game were glorious as shit. That was down tooth and nail to the fucking end. <laughs> can we trade Green Bay for That's Buffalo? That's a QB I want. Can, can we trade uh, Green Bay and Buffalo for changing conferences? Like, for real there. Like, because, oh, my fucking God. <laughs> but, yeah, freaking uh, Josh Allen, I would not mind having him on our team. Right, if he, Russell Wilson ever goes. I don't think people give him enough credit. Like, I was just having a conversation with people today about who the top five QB should be. Like, as far as AFC is concerned. Because you know they stacked at this point. Oh, yeah. As far as QBs go, this is my order. Russ, you can argue with me on this, and then you might actually agree with it. Vincent, I don't know about you because you only focus on really two teams now at this point. <laughs> Tom in the Brady's AFC. number five. He ain't in the AFC, though. He's NFC. Oh, that's oh, true. Yeah. But <laughs> you're about to go ham on now, him. Like, oh, no, Tom Brady. <laughs> here's my top five. Like, I know, I know it's a polarizing one, but we just got to give credit where credit's due. Number one is obviously the motherfucking Master Chief himself, Patrick Mahomes. I hate to say that, but he earned it. Like, he's got the most credentials to his name. Four straight AFC championship games in like, a you row. You can't even disagree he's with pretty it. much 
Kansas City is pretty much becoming the next New England Patriots. They are. Like, they're stacked. They're unnecessarily stacked. And not only that, Pat Mahomes is clutch in playoff. Like, I will see him put more effort in playoff than I will see him the whole damn season. When do you see him run like he did in the fucking Buffalo Bills game? Last Buffalo Bills game in the playoffs. Yeah, that was a long time I ago. I swear, he's got to turn on the Getting afterburners. Getting like 21 with points in like two minutes. Oh, my God. And then you got now number two, which is certifiably, unquestionably, Josh Allen. Yep. I Not agree. even a fucking question. He is this. He is just one damn good season and playoff run away from taking number one. Just from that sturdability alone. I think they just need to add one more weapon on offense and probably a couple more people for defense. Uh, their defense is usually pretty good. I don't know why the secondary decided to get lax because, in that Because game. they were tired, like, especially towards the end. Like, again, like, we can all say, like, yeah, the defense relaxed. That's why Patrick Mahomes got lucky scoring those last few touchdowns. But uh, at the end of the day, too, as well, like, you have to look. They played a hard four quarters of football. But here's, They're going to be mm-hmm. getting tired. That's true. Which is why I would say don't even focus on blitzing Pat. Because that just makes him more desperate to throw. You really want to take him out. If you're going to blitz Patrick Mahomes, do it towards the end of the game. Right? Exactly. But the whole game, lock down his fucking arsenal. Don't let Tyreek Hill get a 1v1 and all of a sudden you see him wide open. Don't let Travis Kelsey get open. You got to... Put all your secondary on every one of his weapons. Play man-to-man. Like, uh, you have to play man-to-man defense. Mm-hmm. Literally, for the last 13 seconds, up three. Don't give him room. You don't give his weapons room. Otherwise, they're going to do exactly what they did. Run as much clock as you can. The thing, I they think did, I wish- though. That is a shocking part. Bills did. They played it down to the 13 fucking second wire. I think they could have. I thought they could have won it. I think they could have winded down a little bit by taking a penalty. <laughs> no, they should have. Like, I'm not going to cap. Like, they should have back just... it up five yards, making a 56 yard field goal. Mm-hmm. But no, there's a lot that went against them in that game. I don't care what anyone says about the overtime rules. Like, I, you're going to hear that to the end of time. The Kansas City Chiefs are even trying to change that fucking rule. But. I do, well, I do. I still do believe. I think both offenses should at least have. For when it comes to overtime rules, they should at least change it to where both offenses have a chance to score. Mm-hmm. Versus if one if one side uh, gets a touchdown, gives automatic over. I'm like, okay, th- think, then. Well, sorry, I cut you off. Yeah. Then, then what's the point of having overtime if one side gets a touchdown? Like and, that's I know you're looking at the time. It, it's unfair. I hate to say it, like, but it's been it's been the that's been the rules since I've been since I've been playing. Personally, I think I'm sick and tired of the flipping coin rule at that point in overtime. It should not exist. As far as I'm concerned, if the person managed to tie up the fucking scoreboard, then that should give whoever was in the lead humbly, humbly. A chance to go for it. Actually, I think the, 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 the how it probably should work if we're going to do it that way, screw the coin toss, the away team gets the ball first. Exactly. Like, I can see that working, especially if the away team has to work harder just to be in the game. Buffalo Bills had worked their ass off trying. The offense was doing everything they could. Or, or, or You could the, see the dejection in, jo- 
It's Alan's face afterwards. Here's another thing, too, as well. Um, so, going into overtime, so whoever scored last doesn't get the ball. So, it'll be the other team who gets the ball first. So, it's to say if Buffalo scored scored that final field goal to tie it up, and they, then you go into overtime, then Kansas City will have a, have the ball first. But at the same time, if we're, if we're going to change the overtime rules, right, we, we need to make it fair where it's, for, it's fair for both teams that where it favors one. That's, that, that's why the Patriots, Patriots won a lot of their overtime games, especially in the playoffs, when when they won. But still, like... Well, no, it's kind of hard to... If we're going to talk about overtime rules, Patriots have been literally one of the main teams that benefited off of that rule, the overtime rules, or current overtime rules. Of, okay, score a touchdown, we automatically win the game. Doesn't even get the other side a chance. Mm-hmm. I'll give it that. But the one thing I actually will say that I'll give my full respect for Patrick Mahomes is... Going fighting Josh Allen, give him like a the biggest bro hug, like dude. Seriously, seriously fucking oh, what a game! Because yeah, <laughs> it was oh, a it was definitely was, a quarterback shootout. That, I'm not gonna lie, that kind of made me respect him a lot. Like I, I don't say I hate, I hate his brother, but I love Patrick. <laughs> oh, you saw how he treated his brother after the game, and fuck his wife, by the way. Ugh, she's the worst. Like she's been trying to say that the fans have been going against her lately, and I'm like. I wonder why, bitch. You disrespected the <laughs> one in like in September, or do you not remember the respectfully shut up? <laughs> if she don't like it, then she needs to shut the fuck up. Respectfully, you need to shut. Not you. I know. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. That's yeah. What I was trying to say was, look, don't play victim if you're going to be provoking people. Thank you. I like, agree. With that's that. pretty much what she did. So she deserves everything that she gets at this point. Now let's be real here, y'all. We coming into the wire now. Four teams left. Yeah. Um, speaking of, uh, I was just thinking about a conversation I had with my pops this last uh, Tuesday. And he was telling me about, like, why it would be a good idea for the Bengals to win not only the AFC Championship, but the Super Bowl too. My boy is going for Bengals? At the advice of my pops. Look, I'm going. of course I'm going to listen to the guy who's been watching football for 30 plus years oh, and knows us. the game to the bone. Oh, but fuck us, apparently. Uh, 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 Biased and bitter is what you two are. Whoa, whoa, me being bitter? You, me being you bitter? Said numerous times that you are a bitter Seattle fan. When they lose, motherfucker. And no, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. It's not my fault. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, we're going to Okay, 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 okay. okay. If we're I about, thought that meant bitter outright. Okay, okay. If we're, if we're no, going to talk about bitterness, at least I don't fucking suck every time all three of my teams fucking lose. I'm not going to lie. I got text messages from you saying, okay, I'm going to cry. Or seeing a Facebook says, I'm just time. going to cry myself to sleep tonight. That's just the, just the one time. Fuck you. Oh, no. That is oh, no. It's not been one time. Shut the fuck up. Like, I got that been one time. list of track records where you see the Patriots was, you're like, you literally give me memes. If I go Say on your it, Facebook okay, page, I'm if, I, if I can go on your Facebook page okay. right Look, now. I cry for less. <laughs> I know you cry for less, but you still cry, bitch. You know what I cry for? What? Not getting a Snickers bar. I mean, we all cry for that, homie. <laughs> yeah, or a Klondike yeah. bar. <laughs> okay, so I completely derailed that. Now, Pops, back to you. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. You said Definitely you wanted to that. speak about it. Why? 
Why are you all of a sudden the Bengals? Well, it's not that I'm suddenly rooting for the Bengals. I was just like agreeing with the conversation I had with my pops. Tell me the combo. Well, see, two legends in the NFL, whether you want to admit it or not, both Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady are seeing their exit soon. The NFL needs a new face. So why not Joe Burrow? I mean, that's It's perfect for the marketing. It ain't, he ain't wrong, because for the longest time, it was Tom Brady, Peyton Manning was arguably the biggest second face as far as QBs go. Now, arguably, I'd say Josh Allen is that Peyton Manning. Okay. Pat Mahomes, uh, he might be the Tom Brady-esque type, but honestly, Joe Burr, I think he's he, gonna um, be- he can be an amalgam. Like, I'm not going to lie. He's got that Tom Brady charisma, but that Peyton Manning leadership quality like that humble quality like he's silly but he knows it and he don't care i think that he is perfect to be the next big name big face for the nfl that's what i agree with too and there's one thing that made me laugh about him Hmm. like someone called this out i can't remember who at the time but it was after the last game where he said he ain't acting like any other qb he ain't holding the tablet and throwing it on the ground he ain't cussing out the refs. He ain't throwing a temper tantrum. He, you know what he's doing? He's sitting back thinking about the cigar he's going to light in the damn locker room later. <laughs> oh, my God. You guys got to leave that cigar shit alone. You know, after hearing that cigar thing, you know what that kind of reminds me of a little bit? <laughs> what? Michael Jordan. Oh, he can be the next Michael Jordan. Oh, I'm not going to lie. Maybe he got the potential to be because he don't get break down under pressure. And he speaks with a lot of confidence. Like he said, this ain't the only game. I don't know why everyone thinks we should be too happy. We ain't getting overly excited. No, we ain't happy until we won that damn Super Bowl. Because it's under pressure. Do, 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 do. Let's just, that's pretty much. Between him and Pat Mahomes, <laughs> it's literally hand in hand with them under pressure. They that close to each other. I'd put Joe Burrow just because of the O-line. He ain't got the O-line that Pat Mahomes has. Pure and simple. If that, he did. That and plus, the one thing I have to say, Pat Mahomes has been spoiled with both Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey I mean, to be the fair, last four years. To be fair, though. To be fair. Even before he had Jamar Chase, he had T. Higgins, who was already considered a top 10 wide receiver. And he had Tyler Boyd, who was a solid clutch player. For the last four years? Not the last four years, but a two-year, not even a year, he has like four to five weapons to his name. So they're equal in the weapon usage. Yeah. That's neither here nor there. But it's the matter of them getting the ball out of their hands to those weapons. Pat Mahomes has way too much time to. He can literally sit back and think about it. Well, that plus, the one thing I have to really, you have to, at least everyone has to admit is, Pat Mahomes, with how Andy Reid freaking has built his offense, He's been a little bit spoiled with his offensive line. He literally built that offense for someone like Pat Mahomes. And he, okay, I know, I know. I see y'all looking at the time. We got to catch it up. So, on that note, I think we can all safely say for this fucking game, what side we on? Yep, go Bengals. Who they? Who they think going to beat them Bengals? Come on. I know you want to join in. I see you smiling. I'm going to go with the Bungles. Bungles it is. Three-row bungles. Bengals, we've done rooted for you this whole damn season. Do not do us dirty. Please win this. We got so much faith in y'all. And even if not, we still don't love you and expect you to do the same thing next year. I mean, whether they win or lose, or my dad's got psychic powers. So, Well, 70% of the time. But that's Okay, if he got psychic powers, tell me what the next million dollar win is and tell him I want to sign up. <laughs> not us. I mean... 
All right. B- besides <laughs> that, we're going to jump onto the NFC side, the arguably such bullshitty side. So, um, oh, this is a tough one. Uh, before say, we get into this, uh, can we do a recap of what what the total points are first before going we on? We didn't even finish who we're picking. Well, let's go over the points and on the screen. Okay, well, we'll just pick them. We'll go over the points. Well, guess fuck know. me because uh, right, it's not like I have a plan. I don't I Go ahead. No, no, no. No, go no, ahead. No, go ahead. Come on, come on. Uh, because, uh. Come on. You wanted to pick. Let's go. Let's talk about who's in head right now because it's most likely going to be your ass anyway. So, uh, I am going to be picking uh, the Rams. That fridge has been sounding like that for a while. I'm worried. <laughs> Uh, I'm picking the Rams to win um, on the NFC side over the I, 49ers. I gotta agree with him on that one. Okay. Uh, don't don't get me wrong. I like it. the 49ers. I, I don't think they have enough to beat Matthew Stafford Jimmy and G his stack team. I'm sorry. He's not Matthew Stafford's level. He's literally Ryan Tannehill on the 49ers. Okay. Which brings me to my next segment. I don't think it matters who wins between the two. It's going to be an interesting Super Bowl either way, but I'm just going to be with my boys on this one. Go for the Rams. Because well they're the most clutch right now. They got too solid of a def too disrespectful. Actually, I can't even say solid. That is a disrespectful ass defense that literally gets in everyone's face. Everyone. Man, you just mad because they stacked as hell. Uh no, it's because they're stacked as hell why they're so disrespectful. And it's that has to be the highest testosterone of freaking D line I've ever seen. Okay, so it's this testosterone overload. Is that a problem? Absolutely. How the fuck are you going to stop Aaron Donald, who's going to want to sock you in the face anyway? How are you going to stop Von Miller, Floyd, fucking, and then you got Jalen Ramsey in the whole secondary with Eric Weddle to deal with? At that point, that's knowing you. <laughs> and don't forget, Aaron Donald also practiced uh, his uh, hand, practicing with his hands mm-hmm. with fake knives in the offseason. Well, all right then. Real knives, I heard it was. No, fake knives. Okay. I mean, Either way, motherfucker, please. But either that, uh, we're going to do a quick recap because it is towards the end of the podcast. All right, thank you for all for still being with us if you made it this far. So, for again, this last weekend, uh, for both you and Vince, you guys have chose the Bengals to win. And all your other teams was off because you also chose Packers, Bills, and Bucks. Yeah, I know. I'm, so you only, you, so both of y'all only get one point on top of what what, what you guys had for last awesome week. So bullshit. on that, you, you both of y'all got uh, four points for this week. We were robbed. <laughs> and with me, I, I chose Bengals, uh, Packers, Bills, and Rams. And robbed. and. I'm the only one that chose the Rams to win because I foresaw that Matthew Stafford will beat Tom Brady. So you happy about that? So that gives me additional two points. So right now I'm on top at seven points versus y'all four. So hopefully, but it's still it's still anyone's game, honestly, because I could actually if. If we all lose, I still win. <laughs> oh, if we all win, I still win. So it, no matter what, going to next week, it's a win-win for me. Fuck you. <laughs> Man, you're just running away with a score. <laughs> Fuck you. It's not my fault you guys are not choosing logically. Okay, maybe I should spend more time with my pops and cheat. Huh? <laughs> Go ahead. Nah. You're fine. So, yeah, no matter what, 
I, I'm going to start celebrating now until next week because no matter what, if we all, if we if our teams that we pick win next week, I still win. If both our teams that we pick lose, I still win. Bitch, so it's a win. Woo, yeah, I know. I'm going to say it again. No matter what, going to next week, it's a win-win for me. Woohoo! I think you transformed into a fucking parrot while we weren't looking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I probably want a cracker. Probably right. want a mama's sweet ass. Now shut up. Oh, don't tell me with a good time. <sighs> Besides that, uh, you guys, you guys have anything to add? Well, um, let's just say these are going to be the funnest two weekends that we are probably going to see in a long ass while. Because no matter who wins it. It's going to be a wild-ass Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. Looking forward well, to that. Well, it's actually th- three weekends. Because you're forgetting we have Pro Bowl next week. Fuck. I forgot that we usually have a Pro Bowl before the Super Bowl. Yep. Man. I digress. Go bangs. Bang the shit out of fucking Kansas City queeps. <laughs> and by all means, Rams... The one time I fucking pick you, your asses better not fucking choke. Be choke, I'm gonna cry. Well, we'll, we'll see. Be choke, I'm gonna literally say, fuck you, Aaron Donald, fuck you. You know what? I'll say it right now, just to save myself the trouble for the future if y'all do lose. Fuck Von Miller, fuck Odell, fuck Aaron Donald, fuck Jalen Ramsey, and fuck Matthew Stafford if y'all lose. Well, if you actually look at it, and fuck you, Cooper oh, Cup. Hold. Your horses. Sorry, sorry, sorry. If you actually look at it, the 49ers have beaten the Rams the last two games. Oh, yeah. My pop said the same thing. <laughs> so it could be 50-50 going in, too. But oh. I still have faith that the Rams actually will probably come on top. Hey, facing them for the third time, this might be the charm for this one. Yeah, It usually is for them. It was the same way for uh, when they played against us last year. Yeah. But yeah, that. Thank you all for joining us on this wonderful uh, podcast. And again, if you have any questions, you can submit them either through our Twitter, and you can follow us on Twitter at Seaton Arena. And uh, our e- email is at SeatonArena at gmail.com. So you, you can send any requests. I'll be sifting through the emails and and all um, our social media shit. It's also ran by our boy Vinny over here. Yep, yep. I'm the social media boy. And we also have a Facebook page at the Sea Town Arena Podcast on Facebook. So follow us there. Give us a like. Share it with a friend. Tell a friend. Give a friend. Uh, bring a friend. I know I fucked that saying up so bad, but oh well. But yeah, that. Thank you all for joining us. We'll see you next time down here at the arena.